When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So as painful as it was for me to lose to my brother's team as Forrest lost to Spurs 2-0. But the real question now is, are we in a relegation fight? Welcome to Grumpy Old Reds. Oh, the weekend's nearly ended, boys. We are here. I've just, I've just about managed to stay awake after watching Liverpool versus what oh. like Forest, man. To be honest with you, but my God, was it a painful match? Hope you guys are doing well. Chat, how are you? Welcome to the live stream. Good to see all you guys in there. Hope you're all doing well. We got a lot to talk about tonight, but my voice is a little gone from showing at the under 13s today. We won four two. Came back from 1-0 down after two minutes, boys. And um, do I admit to this? I changed with 20 minutes to go <clears throat> to a back three. Back five. Yeah. <laughs> well, back three, actually. Actually, a back three. And it worked. We got a goal. Anyway, who cares about my under-13s team? All right. You went low block. Huh? You went low block, yeah? No, we went, we went high block, mate. <laughs> it was 3-2. I wanted another goal just to secure the game. I thought, do I go Cooper style and put 11 men behind the ball and pray? Or do I go front foot? Because, <laughs> you know, Premier League and under 13s league is exactly the same. Good to see you all in the chat. How you doing, Big Mark? Paul, Raphael, Tommy Boy, Rai, Andrew, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, we got evening, Sherlock Holmes. They're all coming in here. All the evenings are coming in. Keep you coming. Keep you coming. Keep your comments coming in. All right. I want to kick this one off and I want to talk. Let, let's start with the performance, right? I got to admit, I thought it was better. I didn't buy into this whole Wolves performance was better and crap. I mean, the bar was this low against Fulham. It wasn't hard. But actually, I saw a little bit of pressing i think it's the first time yes it was 20 minutes boys but i did see some pressing 
Now, Spurs dominated us for the first 20 minutes, definitely. And Son should have scored an absolute sitter. But there was a little bit there that gave me some hope. And then it's just the crosses. We still can't defend crosses, boys. But what was your kind of summary of the game, man? How did you feel coming out of that one? Nothing really, to be honest. I felt like what there was no there was no emotion for me watching that game, not good or bad, because I just felt like I'm waiting for something to happen, and it wasn't going to happen in that game. Um, we had we did have a good spell of uh, pressing at one point, but it's like it's an afterthought. What I don't understand the game plan going into it. I really don't. Is it just to hold out for as long as we can? And maybe, maybe we can nick something because, but, but as soon as they score, the game plans out of a window, nothing changes. So I saw a little bit of change on, on when did we play? Friday night. Um, Friday. I'm glad I didn't go to a game. I'm really glad I didn't go to the game. I didn't want to be part of that. I don't think um, we learn any more from that game. Honestly, I just think it's just a meh for me. It's, there's nothing that I'm taking out of that game that changes my thought process. That's where I'm getting to. Nothing changes for me. We're still shit. We still got the worst. We've now uh, he's officially now got the worst record of any manager who's played, uh, uh, who's managed over fifty games in the Premier League. He's officially got that record now, and every single stat goes against every fibre of my being, thinking that we're going to improve from from the situation that we're in now. Where over Everton have overtaken us, which was just a matter of time, and now it's like we we keep are we going to keep looking behind our backs? Is that how the rest of his season's going? And if that is the case, I just want to make one point because I heard people have said this, but they'd rather finish 17th with Cooper. Or some have even said they'd rather get relegated with Cooper. I'd rather finish 17th with any other manager than Steve Cooper. I'm just sick of it. I'm bored of it. I think even the ones who were on the fence are kind of fed up with it. People couldn't even be bothered to boo at the end of the game. I'm not saying that there was cause to boo. That's another defeat. That's one point out of our last 18. Add on every single other stat you want to, but it's just nowhere near good enough. And how how any manager in, in world football, forget the Premier League, the Premier League is the top of club football in the world. That in any league in any world in any part of the world, no other manager would survive this record that we're going through at the moment. And I cannot understand what is keeping Mr. Maranakis from doing putting the trigger. Pull the trigger, mate. Just do us all a favour. Get it over and done with. That's all I'm saying. And uh, I'll let somebody else carry on because I'll just start ranting now. Yeah, go on, go on, What are you thinking about that game? Are you, are you doing with, with Ed's or are you like desperately seeking some points of improvement like I was looking for? But I can't I can't be objective on this one because it's, it was Spurs. But what was your take on that? Mm. Nothing's changed, has it? I mean, I've seen quite a few people um, saying that, you know, saw some fight. We had a, you know, we had a couple of chances, all that. At the end of the day, we lost 2-0. We were massively outplayed. I mean, if you look at the possession stats and the passing stats and all that, like, it's quite frankly embarrassing. Embarrassing. I don't care if it's Spurs. I don't care who it is. We're at the city ground. You know, it was it was shocking, and so many people are blinding themselves, saying that they can see this and they can see that. No, where are our standards? So now, now we're happy to lose two 0 at home to Spurs, are we? That make, that's good. That's progression, is it? No, sorry, nothing's changed. The, 
no. I don't, I don't know what else to say, really. In fact, I shouldn't say anything, I, really. I'm, I don't want to say anything naughty. And um, I heard fans saying, I, I heard fans saying, at least we tried. What the f is that? That's like saying, at least they turned up. At least they tried. That is a bare minimum. So we went, we had this discussion. I'm sorry. I'm, I seem to be louder when I'm off, off camera, but I'll, I'll stick to it for now. Um, we had this discussion comment. earlier on in the season yeah. about. As maybe you should ask your uh, Virgin Media engineer to turn up. It's not the internet. I keep telling you, Chris, it's not the fucking internet. It's, it's the tools that go with it. It's StreamYard. Right, okay. God. It's StreamYard, yeah. Right, let me carry on. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, we had this discussion earlier on in the season about settling for mediocrity. There's fans out there settling for our players just turning up. What the hell's that about? How low have we sunk in our estimations or our expectations, should I say, that we're settling for players turning up and putting in the performance, or at least at least they turned up? What the hell are you guys talking about, man? This is shit. This is what's leading. This is what's going to lead to a, a more embarrassing relegation than we yeah. had. 23 years ago because then we didn't have any money we had spent no money we sold our best players we, we deserve to get relegated that that excuse can't be thrown this time round. it's down to sticking with a shoddy manager with shoddy tactics and shoddy um a backroom team as well that's getting us no progression whatsoever and and it's the forest fans or the ones that are vocal anyway or the ones that get seem to get heard that are keeping him in a job when I hate the media. The media, amount of times I've watched Sky or whatever, and they're trying to make out that all Forest fans are backing him. We're not all backing him. There's a huge, there's a bigger contingent now that aren't aren't backing Cooper. So I think the owner just needs to pull the plug. He needs to decide one way or another. He can't keep uh, teetering on the brink like this. And that's how it feels. It's game one. Everyone's saying, oh, give him Bournemouth. What are we going to say after Bournemouth? Give him, give him um, Newcastle. What, you know, so where does it end? So, I've had enough of it, mate. I've had enough. Yeah, I think what's going to happen is, let's just say, God, if we lose to Bournemouth, then I think the narrative changes to, well, what's the point of bringing someone new for Newcastle? We're going to get tonked and man new. We should wait till January. Um, Crypto, I'm going to bring you in just a sec. Massive shout out to the legend. The legend. That is not just Andrew Sharpie, but Sharky himself. Thank you. 16 months, bro. That's crazy. And... Look at look at this catfish, man. I swear his profile pictures are better looking than Felipe's, man. Seriously. Thank you so much, Mark Dennis. Keep up the good work in these meh times, lads. Appreciate it. And Jimmy Boy James, thank you so much for the $5. I will give you a bit of a counterpoint to Cooper out as an Evertonian. Oh, the Evertonians are coming in thick and fast now, aren't they? We were crap without Calvert-Lewin. And you've been really bad without Taiwo. We are definitely going to talk about this because, but God bless Nikki. Me and him have been chatting over WhatsApp, and he's adamant that Taiwo is the problem, or should I say, the lack of Taiwo is the problem. Thank you so much for your five dollars, mate. Um, Crypto, I just want to look at some individual performances first, right? And I want to start your boy Alanga because I know you're a fan of him, and I'm a fan of him as well. But my God, does he make me pull my ass hair out, man? Like, was he born uh, offside? I, I don't know. I don't know. I got a cap on, so I can't pull my actual hair out. So, was he born offside? And chat, is anyone getting frustrated with Alanga? It's like you can see there's there's a player there, and then he does it. I mean, he's got three goals, three assists. I think it is. But should he should he be getting more? 
He just he blew my mind on Friday. Yeah. So first of all, I want to I want to make some opposing opinions because I I don't don't really agree with, with with these two two pricks that have just said what they've said. So first of all, we we can't sit here and say we want Cooper to play attacking football, and then when they do, we slate him anyway. Because against Spurs, we were playing attacking football. Yeah, we didn't get <clears throat> any points from it, but we were playing a lot more attacking than we were low block. Second point, the two goals, the second one was clearly Turner's fault. So if he hadn't yeah. have done that, it would have only been 1-0. The first goal was literally pinpoint accuracy onto his head. I mean, Bolly was right there. Bolly would literally have had to be... Uh, I can't remember who scored it. Was it... Um, what's his name? And I can't remember his name. Um, Bolly would have literally had to be in his in his position to stop that. Richarlison. Ball. Richarlison. Richarlison. Yeah. So Bolly's head would have had to be Richarlison's head to stop that ball because it was so pinpoint accurate. I don't agree, bro. I don't agree. There's two things I dispute with you. Kuliseski is completely left-footed, apart from when he shoots against Turner. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a bit like Anthony, but better. He likes to cut in on that left foot. So when he got <coughs> out wide. Like Tuffalo was showing him outside and he got sold by the thing. It's the whole thing, isn't it? Cut out the cross, cut out the goal. And then Murillo left. Um, he tagged Richarlison to Bolly, and Bolly kind of only half tracked the run. It was a good cross. I'm not taking away from the cross. But yeah. there's, I mean, you can make fault with every goal. I, I, I'm probably, I don't know, chat, am I being over the top here? But I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I disagree. I think. Bolly's positioning Woods. couldn't have been couldn't have been any any better. For me, that cross was was literally down to the inch. So I don't think don't think we could have start uh, stopped that. Um, in regards to Alanga, it's probably one of his worst matches. Again, he doesn't get his head up, which is really frustrating. He makes some really good runs, but they 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 don't go anywhere. I've got to say that my favourite player on the pitch, who I've kind of uh, said I'm not 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 the biggest fan of before it was Nico Williams. I thought Nico Williams was absolutely brilliant. Um standout player for me. He should probably probably be put straight into the city team to be honest. <laughs> Sorry, I just read Graves. I don't know man, these lines that come out when you're live, you you just never know what's coming. Um and in terms of just another performance that we got to talk about. And I know you've said before that you don't like either of them. Yeah. The goalkeepers. Like, what what are we doing now, man? Well, like, I don't think that I don't think that Turner should ever play for Forest again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dino. Sorry, any people that rate him. No, he's yeah, Dino, never what are you saying now, Dino? How huh? about your boy Turner, Dino? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's never going to be a Premier League goal. He's never going to be a Premier League goalkeeper as long as Wolverine's got ear in his ass. Honestly, <laughs> he, <laughs> you know. It just ain't good enough. <laughs> it, it, it's just not good enough. We we need a new goalkeeper. Sadly, I don't think either of them are good enough. But I, but I've seen more of Turner to to make me certain that he, he's not going to make it. Vlad Kalimos, I'm prepared to give him some bit longer because he's not had the same you know mm. sort of run. As regarding what what Crypto said about that being an attacking display, God help us if that's as attacking. My God. Can you get? Can you find the stats, Wolverine, so we can have a look at our attacking? Fifteen shots. Fifteen shots. Fifteen shots. Okay, only one of them is on target, but we can we can know. You know, it's by the bar. Well, let me break it down for you more, boys. So we had fifteen shots overall. 
In the first mm. half, we had four shots and 21 possession and zero on target. In the second mm. half, we had 11 and one on target. I'm not sure when that one on target came, boys. I don't know. Okay. I, I can't even remember what it was to me. Chat, who had the one shot on target? A Langer kicked it straight at the keeper. Or was that the short things, there? by the way, the short things when it comes to stat, it can be a total illusion. I mean, it was definitely more. I, I, to be honest, to be honest, I couldn't care less about how many shots a team has off target. I found it. Sorry, Ant, I found it. I found it. And eighty fourth minute, it was Tuffalo. Tuffalo shot. Oh yeah, heck, yeah it was. Yeah. It was when that goalkeeper when the goalkeeper made the save with his legs. Yeah, yeah. Which was a great that's save. It, that's it. My boy right here knows his stuff. Yeah, so in essence, we had zero shots on target with 11 men on the pitch. And it still took us, what, 15 minutes? When did he get sent off? To get a shot on target against 10 men. That, that in I want to go back to this shots off target. Why do we even mention shots off target? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It means you're advancing. It it you can have a shot from 30 yards. It's the bloke two yards in front of you. That's a shot. You know, it's like... Maybe you could have a shot on target from 30 yards that just dribbles onto the keeper. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's no good though, is it? You've got to get... You, I, I agree with that. Yes, shots on target. I agree with that as well. Sometimes it can be... We laugh, don't we, sometimes? Ah, that counts as a shot on target. You know, <laughs> forget shots on target. Forget shots off target. Concentrate on goals and score lines and, pos and what kind of possession you had in the game. I know possession is not the be-all and end-all. I fully accept that. But when you're regularly getting 20 to 30%, chances are you're not yeah. going to win a lot of games. That's just like factual. The chances are, you know, you're not going to win lots of goals. But Dino, yeah. Dino's right, isn't he? It's like we're gripping onto shots off. Grasping. It's grasping. It's grasping. <laughs> We've it got is, one point out of 18. That's the fact of the matter. Not how many yeah. shots we've had. I mean, earlier this season, everyone were really struggling, weren't they? And everybody kept saying, yeah, but the next G's amazing. That don't matter if you get relegated. I know they've improved that, but I'm just making a point that XG shots on target shot. You need to watch the game. I, when I watch a game, I come away with an impression of which team I thought was the better team, which team I thought deserved more than the other one. I don't get my little notes book out and say, well, actually, it had three shots mm. on target. You could have five shots on target. They could all be in the last five minutes and they could all be dribbled at the goalkeeper. Don't mean anything. Watch and, the game. Watch the game and make your own mind up. And that's, good back, that's good for backing up what you already think. Like, oh, I think we played really well. And then you look at the stats. Yeah, we did. Right? But, but your eyes are what you should use with football. Too many Go stats to around these days. I was just going to say, according to Twitter, and you've never been to a game. This is true. This is yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to address it by saying I've been going for over fifty years. I had a season ticket for over thirty years. I've been to over a thousand matches, but it's not worth mentioning. How are you, man? That was Nathan. That was Nathan. Um, uh, just very yeah. quickly, we got nearly well, just under four hundred in here. Sixty-eight likes. Hit that like button and make sure you're subscribed if you are new as well. I get what as I get what Ant's saying about stats. Stats are, you know, Kino said it today after the uh boar fest. He goes, anyone's stat that matters, yeah. and that's the yeah. scoreline stat. And it's like we've scored one goal as in four games. And a lot of people are talking about where's the next win coming from. 
I'd roll that back. Where's step. Where's, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Where's our next goal coming from? Yeah, it, it's it's the stats don't lie. I mean, you can talk about stats what you like, but we we are the stat the stats on the eye test. Those two things you combine, and then you yeah. then you make a yeah. more informed decision, don't you? And we're failing on every. I said this on the last pod. We we're failing on every single metric. You know, the KPIs, the key performance indicators, and people are happy about. Like I said, players are turned up, turning up. Cooper's had to resort to the, the type of players that wouldn't be, even in even in the most optimistic fans eyes, wouldn't have been anywhere near the team a couple of months ago. And now he's having to rely on those players. That's only going to last for so long. And the best he can get out of them is that they turn up. Then, then what's Cooper doing as in terms of a manager? We keep going on about this manager. And he's, he's supposed to be a man motivator. He's great behind the scenes. He brings the team together. I've not seen us so disjointed behind the scenes since probably before the Hooten days, actually. I don't even think it was that bad. With Hooten behind the scenes, I don't think you could have <coughs> accused him of um, uh, doing things that Cooper's done, you know, and the players that he's freezing out. Now, we, we know Sangari was injured on a weekend, um, <laughs> but how long before he comes back in? How how long before Dominguez comes back in? Are these players going to be continuously continuously frozen out? Yeah, nothing's going to change. As if that, if those players were in, let's say your favourite eleven was on the pitch against Spurs. Bearing in mind we still don't have a one, do you do you really think we would have got a result against them? I don't want any of these uh, arguments to happen full stop anymore because it's always going to be Cooper's team or uh, uh, players that Cooper have been dumped on him. So either way, it's not going to until the manager goes. The manager needs to go for us to see any real change. Don't try and don't anybody out there tell me that we can't get a manager from that can get us more than one shot on target per game, and we have to wait till the 80th minute for that to happen before a team goes down to 10 men before we start looking at attacking or even threatening. That's what I'm sick of. I'm sick of just settling for what we're settling for right now, and it's like going from game to game. I'm not bothered. I can't remember what your question was, mate. I'm just so pissed off. With this all well, are you are you kind of saying? I'm fed up with it. What crypto said there, he's kind of been specific to the Spurs game. I feel like you're looking at this in the wider picture of, say, the last 13, 14 games, whatever the hell it is now. Is that where your mindset is at now? It's like, you know, I tried to individualize this at the start, and then you being a grumpy prick put me off it a bit. Yeah, no, 100, 100%. You know what I mean? Are you, are you kind of looking at the overview now rather than trying to individualize the games? Yeah, because you can't do that. You can't go from just game to game you've got to look at the bigger picture and like i said in the bigger picture any other manager in the world would have been under threat serious threat of losing their job and they would have lost their job by now but that 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 um he achieved on the weekend um is because there's not many managers who've managed to see out 50 games in the premier league with stats like that most of them have been sacked way before that's happened you know that's why that's why he's in in that metric and I'm just sick of it. I'm just sick of people making excuses for Cooper, trying trying to make out that um, it's going to get better. Where are the signs that it's going to get better? You just said one goal in the last four. Come mm. on, man. Forget about the shots on target. Yeah, one goal in the last four. We're not, an, we're not an attacking team. We have no game plan other than keep it tight for as long as possible. And then what? If we never, we're not going to keep. I can't remember the last time we kept it nil nil up until like the 80th minute and gave ourselves a chance to like 
go in the last 10, 15 minutes of a game. So that why is that our game plan? Because that's all it seems to be at the moment. I genuinely you know what, thought we'd you know get through half-time uh, on Friday. We'd be all right, but we weren't. Go on. You know what, is It's a completely redundant conversation, really, mate, because Steve Cooper ain't going to be the manager by the end of the season. Our results are not going to improve under so this manager. get rid of him now. Uh, they are not going to improve yeah, so under this manager. So, like say, to me, well, it's a redundant conversation because it's not a case of should he go or should he not anymore. There is no conversation. Yeah, no, but the redundancy mind. becomes Forest in the championship. The trajectory right now is that we are in free fall. Yeah, I agree. But what I'm saying is there isn't a conversation, I believe, mm. as to yeah. whether Steve Cooper should go or not. There's no, there's no, there's no comeback to it. For example, I say, in my opinion, it's, I think it's that Steve of... Cooper is no longer capable of pro progressing his club forward. I'm still waiting for a cogent, intelligent, sensible argument back to say why he should. But all I get is, don't you remember where we were? That's all I get. I don't get, oh, because I believe he'll do this with these players. I can think he'll do that. I think once he gets his style right, I get none of that. All I get is... Well, look what he's done for us. Look where we were. He's given me the happiest two years of my life. That's all I get. So, therefore, there is no I longer mean, any conversation. I mean, sensible conversation. No. Um, I made a comment earlier, and I think Owen responded saying that I said the majority of Forest fans, even the mm. ones who were on the fence, are now uh, uh, Cooper. Well, not Cooper out as such, but they, they're fed up with it. I don't think that's changed. I don't. I don't you, you're going to have to show me the stats that tell me that the majority of Forest fans are backing Cooper because I think most of them realise it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So he's on borrowed time. And if, if, if that's the mentality, then how is that beneficial to anybody, especially the club? And that's all I give a shit about. I don't care about people's sentiments for Cooper. Yes, he, he, he gave you the best moments of your life, you know, whatever. Whatever. Seriously, I'm not bothered about that sentiment. Because moments just come and go, you know. But I I want my, my I want my I want my kids to grow up and have a, a forest in the Premier League. That's that's going to be my uh, moments that make me happy, you know. Not what happened two years ago, and that's all I can focus on anymore, you know. Forget what happened afterwards, and forget what happened before. But just live in that moment. You can't live in that moment for the rest of your lives, Forest fans. Fucking wake up. Yeah, and what Owen's saying here, and with our history of selecting managers under the Greeks, how confident are you they get the right man? I mean, it's what, how many, how many's been under the Greek father? Five, isn't it? I think. But the argument doesn't really stand because if we hadn't gone through those four, then if, we, if we'd stuck with Hudson, then we wouldn't have had Cooper, for example. And what I don't get is any time I ask these guys, like, uh, were you Hudson out? I hear crickets. I literally hear crickets. And it's like, so you backed Hewton and you thought Hewton should have got, what, the rest of that season or until Christmas or... Can I just you know, add, were, were, those, were those fans accused of being toxic for wanting Hewton out at the time as well? Because that's what uh, gets... Yeah, but Hewton didn't get the city, as well. did he? He didn't get the city. Well, what I would say to that, to Owen, is, of course, I can't guarantee that a new manager is going to take us where we want to go. Agreed. But I can damn sure guarantee where this manager is going to take us, and it ain't where we want to go. Yeah, yeah but he might not even look. This is, I think, like Michael for me was the only one when me and Ed spoke with him on Saturday. And I love you, 
Arctic Fox, but you are sentimental. We'll, we'll have him on for the next yeah. Yeah, he's I think Michael was at least putting together a case. Shout out to Michael. I don't know if he's in the chat tonight. But I could start, I could see building blocks of some form of logic. Yeah, but still, yes, even he said there was a bit of sentimentality behind it. And I just think, look, Crypto, I want to play out the scenario with you now, just after I've read this super chat from the beautiful, generous James. Thank you so much for the $5 again, bro. Devil's advocate, Cooper has outperformed his squad level the past two seasons. Hughes was 19th. You can tell he's a scout, isn't it? On XG difference last season. Not saying I believe it. You're gonna you're gonna wind what? down up with XG, James. You're gonna wind them up with XG, but in a way, I, I, I'll quickly answer this. Like the the XG does play into, it, especially for Evertonians, because as Ant was saying, Daesh was always banging on about XG, XG, XG. At least you could see with the XG that eventually those XGs would convert, and they did. If we're if we're bouncing yeah. at 19th XG, then you're relying on defense to bail you out. When you can see how many goals we conceded in the last four games four, five, six, seven, eight, eight and four, and one in return. The, the XG would have to be ridiculously high. You know, what's that an average of two and a bit against? So it's it's getting very messy. But I, I, um, go on. I, I know, I was gonna say, I actually have more confidence in XG stats than I do in goals off target because goals off target don't mean shit to me. You know, but XG means you should they have. Well, you know, me, high XG means target, you should, your, your striker should have scored. That's yeah, what but, it means. And, yeah, but and goals XG. on targets means we're progressing up the field and getting shots off. Yeah, all right, mate. I do agree with Crypto on that. Well, goals on targets. Bullshit. You could have five shots off, off on target wherever you like. All that yeah, means they're not going to be from outside thirty-five yards, thirty yards. Eh? The sh- all the shots are going to come from somewhere around or inside the opposition's box. Well, we're not yeah, but... burying many of them, are we? No, but I'm just saying, you know, in terms of progressing, we're up scared the field, to shoot, man. You know, you we're, know what? You could, you could, def- anyway. you could defend, you can defend for 85 minutes. In the last five minutes, your goalkeeper can oof the ball at the pitch three times. You could have three shots at goal. That yeah, doesn't mean you're progressing. It doesn't mean that you're attacking. All right, let's not get down I mean, this let's, let's be, let's yeah, be honest as well yeah. with Tottenham. Let's be honest with Tottenham. Their defence is goddamn awful with that high line. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, 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 any decent team should be able to get behind that high line. So it's not like we were against a normal defending team. It means, mm. in my opinion, that a few times during the game, you oof the ball, ball up, somebody managed to get on the, on the end of it because of their high line. Doesn't All right, let's, let's, let's answer this super chat. Crypto, you're the perfect candidate for this because you are Mr. Positive. Thank you so much for the two pounds, Brandon. You absolute legend. Can we think of one positive by keeping Cooper? This is crypto's wheelhouse, 100%. Crypto will give you three. Two, in fact, two per pound. Go on, Crypto. Yeah, so number one, he uh, he lives in the heart of the city. Good point. Um, <clears throat> not a good point. Number two. Don't humor him. <laughs> number two, he got us, he got us promoted. Very good point. Um, and number three, a third point. That's 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 a lot to ask for for a third point. He gets it. Um, Go with he gets it. Yeah, he un- he understands the city. Yeah, none of those he understands the city. So none of those answers for question because what's the po- 
question was what's I mean, the none of those answer the question. I just gave you none three of them answered the question. I just gave you three fucking answers. answers. But none of them answered the question. I literally, I literally the question was, calm down. Calm down. The question was, can we think of one positive of keeping Cooper? How's that positive? Okay, okay. You're reminiscent, mate. You're reminiscent. You're sentimental. You pray. He's going to stay living in the city. He's going to stay understanding the city. And he's going to stay having promoted us in the same city that he's still in. R. Kelly's son. What's it called? The R. Kelly Rider. You are the weakest link. Brandon, thank you for starting that debate, bro. And let's. Dino's poking the bear here. He's firing one at Ant. I want to know if Ant would take Daish today. Yes. Listen. Yep. Let's be fair. With Stoney and Woney, yes. I never Vegas once city. said. Dash gets a city. I'm telling you, Dash gets a city. He understands the city better than... He's lived here longer than Cooper. Fuck. Hey, get my, Dash in, my, my, my cat lives in the heart of the city. She could right, be managing Forest. The tactics would be the same as Cooper's. Your cat shits incredible. in the heart of the city. May I answer the question? You know, you know things are tough when uh, Ant's the one. I never, I, I never, I never said that Dyche wasn't capable of keeping Everton up or wasn't capable of keeping Forest up. Ooh, what I said it? was that with the squad we were assembling, I wanted to see more progressive football, which is not a Dyche thing. I watched Everton yesterday; they did very well, but the football wasn't pretty. Okay, don't get me wrong. I don't give a shit as long as we, you know, move up that table right now because we're in the Plus poo houses, at the moment. Oh, mate, three points look pretty, pretty to me right now, mate. Yeah, get the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looked. You're right. In fact, I've written it down. I've even what's that? Four, four wins on us. Is that? Well, by the way, sorry. Is that four wins on the bounce for Everton? Sorry. Is that four wins on the bounce for them? Let me just say yep, that. It is. Four wins yep. on the bounce. Right, yeah. right, right, yeah. right, right. Let me look. I made some notes for. Right. This is one of my notes. Watch Everton. What? Yeah, what? Watched Everton. People think that I'm an amateur. I don't prepare. Not attractive football, but loads of energy, passion, and purpose. Not afraid to use the high press. So there you go. So it's not attractive football. It's Wait, not something that like half a page. He said one sentence. <laughs> hey? That looked like half a page and you said one sentence. What was all the gumph in between? I've got all? other things before that. That's the bottom uh, one is the other thing. The other things are... I wasn't... Do you want me to tell you what the other things that I wrote down to discuss were? Not I'm actually not sure Jono's dad wearing the Spurs scarf. We'll get into that. Why was Dominguez not brought on for Chiarte? Uh, we'll where are our standards? Forrest happy with a poor 2-0 loss. They're, they're my yeah. points I had written down. All right, well, we'll, we'll come to those. We'll come to those. But I just want to finish the Cooper side of things because honestly, I'm getting sick of talking about Cooper, right? I don't know who I'm yeah. asking this. I'll ask it to you guys and the chat. Okay, I, I think, let me start with a statement here, BBC style statement. Hold on, let me be professional. Apparently, us guys don't know. Should, how we, do, should we do a BBC countdown? Hold on. Right. So, my, let me try and use some big words. My summarization here on the current situation is tomorrow, being the 18th of December, will tell us everything we need to know about the future of one Mr. Steve Cooper. If Steve Cooper is still here tomorrow, therefore we can assume that he gets the Bournemouth game. 
If he gets the Bournemouth game, by de facto, he will automatically get the Newcastle game. And by de facto of the de facto, he will also get the Man U game. Because there are three days in between, roughly, all three of those games. Therefore, basing on history, statistics, and life, after we lost 5-0 to Fulham and it was a game three days later, he wasn't sacked. Therefore, I, uh, I present to the panel here my hypothesis that if Cooper's not gone tomorrow, then he's going to get till January. Mate, I, uh, you just, ruin, I you just ruined Christmas for so many of us, mate. You just ruined good thing you're Muslim, then, bro. Yeah, good thing, isn't it? Good <laughs> thing I don't give it. But what are your thoughts on that? Who wants mate, to take that? Uh, let me just start off because I'll rant of an up. Um, now I was gonna say, right, that, that is just the worst case scenario for me because I, I, I genuinely think we'd be better, better with no manager than coming up with it so i'd rather go into a game with no tactics and no formation and go in and what we're doing yeah exactly well we we spend all week on it you know we spend all week on it we, we know what we're doing you know we know who we're supposed to be marking and this that, and the other and all the crap that he comes out with honestly the, the guy he's definitely been to media training because all of his comments or you could just play him on repeat literally just and you, you could jump into any uh, post-match interview after a loss and it'll be the same. So I'm just, I, 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 I'm, I understand what you're saying, but I don't want to think like that. I want to think that Maranakis has got somebody lined up and it shouldn't take three days to change a manager. If he's got, if he's going to pull the trigger, then he just brings the next manager. I think he's got the next manager lined up. I don't think... Um, an owner of his caliber because let's let's not forget you know he's a very very successful extremely successful businessman you don't get to where he got to by being um soft really and i think he's shown a soft side of him that hasn't worked out in his favor at the moment and i think he just needs to get tough i think he's got i think he's got a manager if he doesn't so, sack him tomorrow what were you thinking Let, let's play devil's advocate here right if he doesn't sack him and just a quick shout out to Nick Clark with the legend that is Logan. I know that's come out. That better not have come out of Logan's pocket money, Nick. Or me, are you gonna talk? <laughs> man? Thank you so much for the four ninety nine and shout out to Logan, the YouTube sensation. Uh, appreciate that, Nick. But do, do you see where I'm going with this? I am trying to play devil's advocate. I am trying to, you know, stir some You're debate, as they bad say. Man. You're a bad man. Yeah, I know. I'm a prick. <laughs> what can I say? But it's like. <laughs> Can you see where I'm going with it? If he's not sacked tomorrow, it's kind of too late for the boring mouse match at that stage, isn't it? But would you, so then you, then you, then you kicking a can into the new year and then the transfer window opens. Now, we do need, we, everybody agrees we need to make changes and use most of them up front or in attack, certainly in the attacking areas. No, as I don't, I agree don't, with I, don't I, quite so... like, I quite like the consistency over the last two games. What consistency? Zero team. points. Same team. Z and zero oh, points. Crypto. Elaborate. Oh, Elaborate. Oh, well, for, I think for the first time this season, it was the same same lineup, and I think the last oh, yeah, two months have, have been an improvement. Okay, but we got one point. We got yeah, one but no, point one, no, one no one cares about the points. <laughs> <laughs> have you? Have you gone into some sort of somber mood there, Crypto? Can I, can like I, you you yeah, don't can. even believe what you're saying. 
He can't. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> can I? Can I? Sarcastical, legit, man. Can I just um, say something about this? This thing about Maranakas being soft, and that's why. No. 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 Maranakas is an extremely, extremely uh, successful billionaire. It deals with lots of people that are <clears throat> difficult to deal with. He gets rid of managers at Olympiacos whenever he feels like it. Yeah. The reason, in my opinion, I don't want to be called out for, you know, it, the reason, in my opinion, that he's not got rid of Steve Cooper right now, he's got nothing to do with sentiment. I don't think it's even got something to do with fear of backlash from fans. I think it's so, simply he's not got the right person in place right now. And I think if he if he was to be if he's negotiating with somebody and they come to an agreement, I think he'll sack Cooper like that. He won't bother him one bit because he's Maranakis. This is not some you know little pussyo down the road who who has to hold on to people because he loves them. No, no. yeah, like their freaking Arab lot, mate. Yeah, oil money. Where's their <laughs> oil money in it? Sorry, Anne. I thought you were describing as there for a second. <laughs> All right, well, just quickly, while I've got a quick. Breaver here. We've got loads of super chats to catch up on. James says, here's the difference. Thank you for the $5 again, bro. Everton have a defense, a midfield, and attack. Not far away from Forest, right? Laughing emoji. <laughs> laughing emoji. <laughs> laughing it's emoji. Laughing I'm not going to do all of them. <laughs> Thank you so much for the £5. <laughs> and the godfather of FFTV himself, Dino, with the five gifted memberships. Just nice. love to our beloved egg in the chat. I can't see who's got them. So you lot better, better thank Dino. Oh, I can see him. Mark Hill, congratulations. Uh, Meadas 20, congratulations. <laughs> Jane, <laughs> congratulations. Adam Townsend and D, the legend, Chapo. Make sure you show. Can I just... Can I just say something else as well? Because I, I missed out on this bit. I'm sick and tired of this, this Taiwo bollocks, right? Taiwo is extremely important to Forrest. It's absolutely vital to our attack. Taiwo, I don't believe he's responsible for his letting eight goals in in the last four games. Why are people saying, once Taiwo's back, it'll be all okay? Once Taiwo's back, it'll be all okay? He ain't going to score that many goals. We need, to get the, we, need to get the, we need to get the defence sorted out. And by that, I don't mean the personnel, I mean the system. And regular players playing regularly in their right positions. That's what we need. That's what a new manager would hopefully give you. Instead of what the <laughs> hell we're doing now. I don't know from one week to the next what the hell we're doing. I don't know what formation we're going to play. I don't know what personnel we're going to play. And even when they do play, it's still crap. Yeah. So it's the defence that's letting us down. Get this out of your heads. That it's all right, let, down to Tyro. Tyro yeah. is massive. He will give us goals. He ain't going to stop him going to the other end. All right, let me be. Let me send on Nikki here. Right, I don't know if Nikki's still in the chat because he he frick fully went on a run at me on WhatsApp in a nice way, of course. Yeah, but what he's saying is that any team and Nikki, I'll try and quote what you said. He said, if you look at Man City now. They've lost Haaland and they're not bang, banging in the goals, although they got two, right? He said, what was the other one he said? What did you say, Nicky? Um, oh, when Rodri got sent off yeah. for Man City, they then went and lost the next, or didn't win the next games they had with him. So he's making a case that you can have not one-man teams, but heavily reliant key players in, in those teams. My argument back to him, Crypto, was... 
as much as I can't stand Brentford, I haven't really heard them crying about Tony that much. And they are a one-man team. You look at Fulham, Fulham Mitrovic. well, yeah. Yeah, Mitrovic FC. They ain't been crying about it. I mean, Jimenez needs to practice a bit more Kung Fu better off. But, um, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so I can kind of see both sides of the argument. I'm kind of with Ant on it, but where, where are you to? Let's start with you, Crypto, on this one. And chat, where, where are you? Where are you on this? Is Ty, Are we a one-man Taiwo team? Is it Taiwo or bust? I guess it's kind of ironic that with Tony and Toflo, the, the two people who are good at betting are also our best players. But in, in terms of Taiwo, I, I think it makes a difference because you can play a different formation. You don't have to sit back so much if you have, a, if you, have you know, your best striker up front. You don't have to try and score goals on the counter with a false nine like we have been trying to do the last few games. Um, you know, look at, look at Taiwo last season. He's, he's, he's had some brilliant games. It definitely does affect things. I agree that our defence can be better, but that's down to the formation, isn't it? If we if we sit and invite pressure, you're always going to concede because people will make mistakes, whether it's the defenders or the goalkeeper. But if you've got a solid striker up there, you can you can be more progressive um, and you can play a different formation. So I I agree with Nicky. Okay, yeah, so that, let me let me ask yeah. you this then, right? If Forrest went and bought Osman, Osman's probably one of the hottest strikers right now. Yeah. yeah. If we went and bought Osman tomorrow, yeah, and we put him in there instead of in that same system instead of who was playing up front, Alanga, yeah, would Forrest be banging in goals and getting points? Yes, because Osman is 87 rated on FIFA and he's he's probably one of the best strikers in the world. Osman won't come come to Forrest. I, mean, I, I, I don't I don't think Tyro's I don't think Tyro's quite on Osman's level. Um, no, but that's my yeah. point, Crypto. I'm upgrading it past you know what? I was, now. I, I was watching yeah. an interesting documentary earlier on uh, Jamie Vardy and how the teams he played for, all of them basically said that he, he was the one to get the teams promoted who he plays for to, to win, win the Premier League. It can make a massive, massive difference. If you build your team around that striker and they're on form, match in, match out, then, yeah, you will win more games 100%. All right, let me then reverse it back before I bring Ez in. I've, I've thought of a cracking argument to hit <laughs> Ant with. Ant, your fa- who's your favourite striker of all time? Yes, he would. He would save us. We would win the Premier League if we had him. Okay. Exactly. No, no okay. I'm not going that way around. I'm going the other okay. way around. If Collymore wasn't in Frank Clark's team, and by the way, guys, don't forget 7 p.m. Tuesday, we've got the gaffer in. The gaffer in. You don't want to miss that one, right? If Clark didn't have Collymore in that team, would Forrest have finished third that season? Nope. Nope. Okay, so how can you argue that, that you can't but, have... But, 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 but we wouldn't be conceding loads more goals and be bottom of the league. There is a you difference between fighting fighting for the top three and pissing about at the bottom end and letting loads of goals in. We weren't letting loads of goals yeah. in, and that wouldn't have changed whether you had Collymore or not. You say that, but didn't Collymore just I occupy didn't... the whole defence by himself? Yes, he could occupy the okay. entire team by himself. But the fact of the matter is, Jason Lee and Salenzi came in. The fact of the matter is, we didn't let the goals in at the back. You know, you're missing my bigger point. Like, look at it, because we then got relegated two years later. Look at it. We had who did we have? Jason Lee, Salenzi. Then we brought in was it Saunders around that time? Because they weren't able to occupy the the defense the way Collymore did. Therefore, the threat of the attack is less. Therefore, the opposition can attack more. 
and therefore there's more that's pressure that's on that. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, no, okay. Yeah. Let, 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 me, uh, let me respond, Ed. Okay. <coughs> you may, you but may. if we had Lionel Messi, we also would have been, without Collymore, and we'd swapped him for Lionel Messi, we also would have been near the top. These no, are no, fucking elite players. One in a million players. All right? So, yes, in those circumstances... Once in a lifetime, isn't it? Yeah, with that, yeah, generational with those kind of players, they do dominate the entire yeah. team. Yeah, so but and, everyone, and Morgan, Morgan Gibbs uh, White is, is a lead, but you hate him. That ain't Taiwo. That ain't Taiwo. He's no Collymore. I'm telling you, he's no Collymore. Never will be. Not fit that to I'll agree with me. That right. agree. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I kind of do I agree with you. I, I do agree with you. You can't hide behind one player. But what I want to know is. Which side does Ez think of is the right answer here? Can I just point out Kane Kane uh, left Tottenham? Look what they've done. They were one man yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah, but Kane's Kane's too slow. Kane's shit. He's like That's Chris true. Wood. I agree. Shit. I agree. Well, Chris Wood's probably better than so Kane, let's be honest. Gunners. Ta- right. Ta- improvements I've seen in Tyro this season as to last season were where he held up the ball and he progressed us up the field. And we're no doubt about that. We're sorely, sorely missing that. The annoying thing is that we 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 kind of experienced this with Tyro last season when he was out of the team. We were certainly less less of a threat. So why did the great Steve Cooper not have a backup plan for one? It was going to happen in January anyway. So regardless yeah. of his injury, we were going to lose him in that period. And Considering his injury record, why was there not a, a backup plan of how to play and still be progressive without Tyro in the team? Because we don't have it. There's no idea with no Tyro. There's no party. Simple as that. And we've we seen did that have backups. Chris Wood and Diva Karigi. They were the men chosen to be backups. It's not that we didn't have backups. It's just that the backups were shit. Yeah. So yeah, that that was his backup plan. No, but, but there's still no ch- change in play when you bring those players in. You're still trying to play the Tyro formation with Chris Wood and Divock Origi. I don't even think Origi's really been given a proper opportunity, but I don't think he's deserved it either. But you can't play the same system that you play with Tyro up front, but you play with um, Chris Wood up front. Yeah, but as... So there's got to no, be a different game plan altogether. Go on. You say, you say no Awani, no party. That's Jamie Vardy's line. So if you're comparing him to Jamie Vardy, then... If we had a, a striker like that, he's our then, Jamie Vardy. Yeah, he's our Jamie Vardy. Well, then that changes everything. Yeah, but but um, crypto. There's so much revisionism going on on Taiwo. Like I think he's our best striker by a mile. Yeah, mm-hmm. but come on, we saw a lot of Bambi on ice last year with him. Cooper didn't trust him, as I've said. He kept playing him on the left wing in about three or four games. Yeah, so he didn't trust him up front. Now. I agree, Taiwo's a number nine, clear out number nine. And he, you could argue, I don't like the argument, but some may argue his goals and him are the reason we stayed in the Premier League towards the end of last season. Because he was, what did he go on? Six in a row, whatever it was. So, but to say he's elite, I'm kind of in between now in this conversation. Some of you are swearing me this way and swearing me back that way. It's compared to Jamie Vardy, are you kidding? Compared oh, with Jamie no, Vardy, it was Vardy. It was, it was, it was who said that, not me. Well, Jamie no, Vardy was, it. It, it was an elite striker who scored a ton of goals, and not only that, his pace and oh, 
I know, I know. We're going into semantics now. I'm not talking player for player, pound for pound. I'm talking about the influence he has on the team and how we play yeah, with, with him or without yeah, him. That's no, not I all you, I mean. Clearly, yeah, he's I not on the same level that's, as James that's fake, fake comment. But yeah, he's definitely comment. our talisman. No, he's definitely our talisman. And the fact of the matter is, we had no backup plan without him. But that's because he's got the players, but he's got no backup plan without him. And that is... The team was never built around Taiwo. It was always built around MGW, which is which is the wrong the wrong way to do it. To win games, you got to score goals. MGW is just sort of a cog in a wheel now. Why are you building a team around a guy who can't score? And it hurts me to say I that wouldn't be. I've got his shirt behind me, but you know he can't score. He can't cross. You know, against Spurs the other day, we'd had the um, the set piece coach in. Who does he put on set pieces? Morgan Gibbs White. What does he do? Yeah, Put it into the first man at the front post. What? What? Mate, what I even, I it's said, a joke. It's a joke. Even, even his shots hit the first man. He exactly. can't get a shot past the player. Exactly. It's like he Mate, no, he's trapped. He plays over sometimes. To be fair. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I just, I think he should be playing rugby at the moment with his shooting. He should be the next Johnny yeah, Wilson. Same with like Worrell used to kick the ball fifty yards up the pitch. Him, Yates, and Morgan Gibbs White should all go to. Whatever the hell makes you wonder what we're doing trading. Really does make you wonder what we're doing. Is there a rugby team in Nottingham? There's a, I think it's just yeah, it's called Nottingham rugby team. Called Nottingham rugby. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't get rugby. This whole thing. Yeah, but is it? Uh, what are the two things? Oh, you got league rugby and what's the it's other one? Union. 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 I don't know the difference. Man. I, I went. I went. I went to grammar school, and I was only a skinny Ooh. lad then, and. I, I had to, yeah. We only played rugby. We didn't play football. It was horrible. I think Ez would make a pretty good rugby player. Just run underneath the arms of the attackers. I hated rugby, man. Eat rugby through their legs. I still can't get over. You got to, you're offside if you pass it forward, man. I mean, Forrest would be really good at never being offside and playing rugby, wouldn't they? But anyway, let's not talk about that boring sport. Okay. Um. Oh, I was going to bring up something here. Yeah, okay. So this is... I do want to talk about this, okay? With all the talk about Taiwo being out, and Jimmy finally makes a good point, even though he's stupid and doesn't know that it's a loan deal and not selling. Yeah, with anyone... Yeah, with anyone... <laughs> <laughs> would anyone recall Dennis in January? All this striker talk, we need a striker, we need a striker, right? It, that's going to cost us, unless we get Garassi, who looks like he's heavily linked to Man U now for 17. A decent striker is going to be about 30 to 40 million. Now, I don't think Dennis is an out and out nine, but he can play as a nine. Would anyone in the chat or in the panel recall Dennis Arctic? Well, I was going to do this to you next week. I know we talked about it offline. There's a lot of yeses already. And where are you with Dennis? Yeah. You, where are you? Of course. Well, the guy, the guy can score in the Premier League. He's proven in the Premier League. He, he's never been given a fair chance. I think give him a fair chance, get his confidence up, get him moving, and he'd be a, a really good addition to the squad. We've only got two wingers, don't forget. So if we do need, you know, if one of those wingers goes down, which you know Callum often does, we're shafted, aren't we? So yeah, bring him back. It's not going to cost us anything. Yeah, but as you, where are you, as? Because you weren't his biggest fan, or was it Dean? Right. I can't remember. Well, no, I, I'm, I wasn't his biggest fan, but at this yeah, stage, mate, I'd bring some. I'd bring Sam Sorridge back, mate. That's how shit we. Yeah, are. but we sold him, mate. So how are you going to do that? I don't care. I still bring him back. I'd pay money and bring him back. 
No, really? yeah, Dennis. If listen, no, I'm joking. Of course, I'm joking. But if we could, yeah, if there's a chance of bringing Dennis, but I don't know. We, I mean, he can play on the wing as well. We we've got very few attacking options when, um, Alanga's not uh, when Alanga. Well, sorry, when Callum Hudson is not fit. If he's not fit, that's another that's another two positions down almost. And I'm I don't think he's been anywhere near um, back to full fitness anyway since he's been here. So yeah, I think we need players that I mean he's going to be away for Af Afcon anyway. So I don't I don't know how long we can get him for if we can get him back. But it's an option, mate. I think we're out of options right. and under this. Yeah. Under this manager, I'm out of options as well. <laughs> nice segue. Hey, right, Crypto, on loanees, right? Mm. What do you think about our loanee business so far? Because it sounds like Tavares is going back to Arsenal. I reckon Montiel's probably going kicked out. Santos, I think, is going to beg to go back to Chelsea. And who's the other loanee? We got one more. I can't remember who it is. We got one more? Chat, help, help. Uh... Chat. Chat. Dominguez is Dominguez on loan or do we pay for him? I'm sure we bought him. I think oh, we, that, we swapped exactly. we swapped him plus nine million. Froiler, wasn't it? Froiler, yeah, for... yeah. There's one more chat. Who is it? Chat, who is it? Who's the other loanee? Come on, come on, quick answers. Arigi, thank you. Arigi, of course it is. Yeah, my guy right there. Thank you so much. All right, so those are the four. Yeah, and if we, I want to go back further, crypto. I want to look at last season's loanees. Bade, um, Henderson, Navas, Lodi. Uh, who else did we have? We had a couple more. I can't remember them now. Chat, help, help. But all these loanee players, are we playing the loanee market right? Fo focus on this season's one, uh, Ben. What do you think of these four that have been in? And have they been given, given a fair crack? No, I mean, it's it's kind of pointless because the, the four that have come in this season have, have barely played. Um, Tavares didn't didn't look great when he, he was on. Um, you know, Origi hasn't done great, although I still think he should be given maybe a chance over Wood. You know, even against Spurs, I would have brought on Origi. At least he's got a bit of pace. Santon again, uh, Santos not being given proper chances. And Montiel had what one, one, two or three games at the start of the season, and then again he hasn't he hasn't been seen since. He, although he's on the bench a few times, it but seems where like is where is he, Crypto? Because Montiel played that first game he did was against Burnley, where he got cooked by that left winger, the young kid. Yeah, and I mean he's he seemed... against Man City, and then he's puff vanished. I think his, his his defending didn't look great, but his attacking looked better. Which I guess you could argue the same with about Tavares, although he's he's not that great. But you know, Cooper doesn't like playing attacking formations and attacking lineups. So anybody who's naturally attacking, and potentially the same with you know Santos, definitely with Origi, they just they don't get played. Um, Cooper likes people who who can sit back and and defend. So you know, it's it's Cooper's choice. But if you're not if you're not going to play players, then there's no point in loaning them. And another thing is that. I don't suppose the um, the parent clubs are very happy. I mean, someone like Santos would, would be wanting game time from from Chelsea. So for him to just you know not even make the bench every week is is a bit disappointing for him and potentially his career too. Um, but yeah, it's the thing is the loans have got to be Cooper's decision. I don't I don't know if they are, but whoever the manager is, they've got to make the decisions on the loanees. Otherwise, they won't get played. We still haven't seen Omar either, which I can't. Work yeah, out. again, he's been on the bench a few times, but we've never seen him. But apparently, he's brilliant. So, 
um, you know, I'd, I'd swap him in one game. You know, can't can't do any worse than than what's going on at the moment, where we just lose every match. And what was your treatment? You're a big fan of Santos, if I remember rightly. When I was just about to say, the treatment of Santos has been nothing short of a disgrace. This great manager is supposed to be brilliant with young players, and you can't get a, a quality player like Santos in the team when you're playing Quixote, God knows who else. Yates, love him, but he ain't Santos. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Our loan, our loan system, or whatever you want to call it, has just been appallingly bad. You know, and even when you get a good one like Santos, you don't play, you don't give him minutes in the league. Nothing. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, but the biggest, for me, that's the biggest disappointment of the transfer window is getting a player of Santos's quality in and not giving him surely the biggest disappointing is a disappointment is not getting some backup strikers in some yeah, proper yeah. Some ones that are you know to a decent level yeah i do agree with that actually yeah yeah but but and to be fair from what we hear cooper wasn't behind any of those loan signings maybe tavares i don't know where he was with tavares but he didn't sanction santos he didn't Omar bamdelli wasn't on loan so you can say whatever with him he's a future player um, but like, can you understand that if they gave him the players that he didn't want, that he's not using them? No, it's a terrible excuse. That is, there, there aren't many, there aren't many, if any, maybe Pep, maybe no, not even Klopp. Even he don't get, doesn't get to choose who he gets. But they're not managers anymore, are they? They're basically first team coaches, and it's no excuse. If you're given a quality player, you should be able to have, have the ability to use that quality player in your side. It's no exit. You can't have managers saying, well, I'm not going to play him because I didn't pick him. You, you can't have that. As mm. on Santos, though, if I play devil's advocate with this, because everyone's saying good player, good player, which I agree. I was very excited when we got him. Um, can you understand why he hasn't played, though? Like, who would he get in ahead of would be my question. Yes. 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 As, as, as it's come back to dial up in 1979. Ground control to Esmondo. As you prick, what are you doing? I think he's maybe writing some notes down first. Um, uh, please bear with us with our technical glitch. While you're waiting, yeah. please hit that like button. And I think he's researching Santos. He's going to hear all of this in 10 minutes' time when the lag comes through. Yeah. Dead air. Dead air. This is entertaining. Is this is this what being cancelled feels like <laughs> with 450 in here? Um anyway, um crypto. Oh yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. What oops. Oh. 450. Come on, guys. Hang on, let me check. Let me check. See if I have to uh get upset with you. <laughs> Where are you? Yes. Yes. Actually, it's not bad. Has he gone out to move his car again? Guys, guys, give us a few likes, please. It would be much appreciated. We live, we live sad, lonely lives and have to eat beans out of a can for That's it, he's gone. He's gone. It's got cancelled, guys. In a bit, as In a bit. Um, all right. I'm trying to draw yeah. some likes here. Will you stop interrupting? Ez got cancelled for making a joke about Sam Surridge. You know, put some respect <laughs> on his name. It, it's we, uh, because Ez was lying, Sam Surridge wasn't online. We, he's, yeah. he's done. He's cancelled. All right. Um, Crypto, you answer that Thank question. What, what was God. the question? 
Can you understand why Santos isn't getting into the team with you got Dominguez, uh, Sangare, Mangala? Yay. I think for for me, the, the people on the pitch should be the ones who are performing best in training, which we don't really see. So if that's the case, then fair enough. But it'd be nice to see them have a have a go. I mean, I, I think I said when they all first joined, I'd rather see them up front how, how good they are. Um, and then, you know, by the time we get into where we are now, we have a more of a settled team. I'm presuming he's better than some of the players that Cooper's currently playing. But obviously... He's doing it because they're, they're his boys and they play for him and they they give their all. I mean, to be fair to Yates, he did put a, a pretty good performance in against Spurs. I agree. Um, so, you know, and he is the captain. I know we've had three or four or five captains now. Uh, but yeah, it'd be nice to see some of these players get a chance because whatever Cooper seems to try at the moment, unfortunately, doesn't doesn't work. Um, and I'm, I'm reminded by that every match by Ez. All right, is he back with us? I think so. Can you hear me? About time, time, mate. Let's pretend we can't. Let's pretend we can't. I wanted to go for dinner soon. Dragon is dragging it out. I thought I was being really polite and letting you guys talk, and then I realized you couldn't, you pricks couldn't hear me anyway. So I wasn't being that polite. The big for the last 10 minutes. Just about Santos. Go on, then. The difficulty was when you when he was bought in at uh, the same time we we Cooper we signed all these midfielders and Cooper had to be seen seen to be uh, giving these players a chance. Now as it turned out, I would have still bought Santos in for a few minutes every single game and given him some time in the team. But he's not been given that opportunity. And there's another young player, another quality player, because he'll go, go on to do something. I think he'd achieve st- stuff in his career. It'll be another player that we've missed out on and we've had a chance to at least see some minutes from him. We wouldn't have ever kept a hold of him, but you never know with Chelsea. Chelsea are always looking. They have, because of the way they these eight-year contracts, every year on year, they're going to have to sell players. And that's the way they're going to from now on. Um, but it's a shame we never got to see him play. A real shame we never got to see him play. I would have liked to have um, given him some opportunity because I thought he was a good backup in the first place anyway. Um, the problem we've got now is who the hell is going to loan their, their players to Nottingham Forest, young or or whatever? Who's going to want to loan them to us? We're not going to get game time. We're going to be coming into a team that are rock bottom and have got no confidence. So who we have... Since we've been in the Premier League, we've massively messed up our loan processes. Massively. But Ed, do you think we've got money in January to buy players? Gen- g- legit question here. Because I think all four loanees may go to free up four new loanee slots. And I'm not convinced we've got that much money FFP-wise. Obviously, Maranakis, man, he can blow his nose with, the, with $100 bills. But do you think, and chat, what do you think? Do you think that's part of the strategy here? Clear out the low knees, because we're not really seeing them. Tavares haven't touched the grass. Nors Montiel, Origi, mm-hmm. I think he's due pregnancy-wise um, after that team sheet, um, that team photo. And who's the other one? I forgot the other one. Santos. So do you think as that the strategy is move out four low knees to bring in four new low knees? It possibly is, but I mean, they're, they're sitting there collecting money from doing nothing at the moment, and I'm sure on most of them we'll we'll be paying 
the majority of their um, loan fees. You know, I don't think it'll be a 50-50 split as, as such. Um, that might be the strategy. It might be the only options we've really got going forward. I don't know what the FFP situation is um, and whether or not Maranakis will be willing to take a risk on it. You know, um, that's something for them to discuss and them to figure out. But end of the day, they are most of the majority of them, if not all of them, are going back. If we're gonna, if we can replace them, all good. But I just think we're gonna have real trouble attracting anybody right now. And who is there out there, you know, in the positions that we really, really need? So I, I, it's not worked out. Like I said, we've, we've we've messed it up big time since we got promoted. I don't know what the strategy has been with loan players, but we've we've not hit one at all. And considering so the season, before, yeah, I know, I'm a prick. As with that, as with that time you spent on mute, I'm surprised you haven't managed to review all of Forrest's uh, accounts. No, I can't bother, mate. <laughs> Take longer than that. Take longer than that. All right, I don't want to do this, but we're gonna have to do it. Right, we're gonna have to address the elephant in the room. Bournemouth. I'm worried. I'm more worried about Bournemouth than I am Spurs, than I am Newcastle, than I was Spurs. Sorry, than I am Newcastle, than I am Man United. Because my theory still, I feel like my hypothesis still holds true. Cooper plays better against bigger clubs. Bournemouth are not a big club. And at home, I would think, I don't know if you guys agree, that the onus will be on us to attack them. And that scares the crap out of me. Do you do you worry about Bournemouth and this weekend? Let's assume Cooper's still in and we don't see the corner flag tomorrow or whatever, right? Um do you worry about getting a result of Bournemouth? Well, uh, against Bournemouth. With our current form, we need to worry about everybody and anybody. If it was Luton Town, if it oh, except Sheffield United, I yeah, wouldn't worry about that. Say, yeah. yeah. They're all limits. They're all limits, let's be honest. Yeah. Bottom of the table. We ain't sung that low, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone can um, get three points at Stanford Bridge, you know. Beat the drop tomorrow yeah. at 7 p.m. by the way, guys. Jimmy will be there. Sorry, go on. Ed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I am concerned about Bournemouth. They're they're playing really well, aren't they? They look like they've got their act together. It looks like <coughs> the signings are coming to fruition. The manager's got them moving. Um. So yeah, of course I'm worried about Bournemouth. But but I go back to what I said about the Spurs before the Spurs game. It really doesn't make a great deal of difference. Okay, the points you know would be handy, but we're just treading water. I keep saying it. We're just treading water. You know, so if so, let's say we beat Bournemouth 1-0. Okay, great. Everybody's happy. Then we go to Newcastle. Then we got Man United. You know, it's like every game's the same. It's like, oh, we've got to do something, got to do something. It's just, I've never been so unenthusiastic about Forest games, you know. And... Yeah, but and if you were a true fan, you'd back your team, whatever, no matter how shit they are. I'm, I'm, I'm a yeah, bit... that's kind of weird because I do back my team, I back my club. That doesn't mean I necessarily back the manager, but some people find seem to find that concept difficult. Well, you it's, ever like having a player. it's like having a player. I was supposed to say Divock Origi is absolutely magnificent just because he puts a forest shirt on. I, I, is, I don't quite is, get it. It's pretty good. Unfortunately, yeah. unlike you, Ann, I can't back a team because I've got Solanke in my FPL. So I'm gonna, oh, you gonna I'm gonna sit this one out. I want Bournemouth to win. NFFC <laughs> <laughs> there for crypto, man. <laughs> As, what, what are you saying on this Bournemouth match, man? 
I they because they are a bogey team. They're like you know what they are. They're not just a bogey team. They're a bogey a pick, and then you get them flicking. It just sticks on your finger forever. Not that I do that. I'm just saying. But um, anyway, anyway, clip that as Bournemouth. <laughs> He's gonna answer in ten minutes. Oh shit! Here we go. Um, why are you waiting for Ez, guys? Hit that like button. And wait, there's two Ezes. There's another one in the backstage. <laughs> What's going on? He times it. He times it for when I go to him. Es, can you hear me? Es. Ground control. If you're watching on the podcast, you have not lost connection. But we're st- we're still here. We're still here. All right. Let, 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 you know what? Let's call it there. <laughs> On that note, we'll be back tomorrow for Beat the Drop, 7 p.m. Um, and don't forget, the second greatest manager of all time, the Gaffer, will be with us on Tuesday at 7 p.m. answering your questions. The legend. I'm actually fanboying this a little. I'm not going to lie to you, boys. My boyhood manager, man. Frankie Boy Clark. I can't wait. So hit that like button. Subscribe. Do all the usual stuff. We will see you. And let's see if Jimmy's got the, you know, kahunas to turn up tomorrow. Yeah, he's giving it all all in the chat there. So we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, There'll be a daily video as well. As as may answer the question on Bournemouth by then. Thank you for watching. (laughs) You Reds. Call you Reds. You Reds. You Reds. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.